Well, hello there, Jimmy P. Brown II here. Welcome to episode two of The Fractured Brain. This is long overdue. Uh, I want to first off apologize for not uh, putting out episode two a lot sooner, <clears throat> but uh, trying to figure out what is going on uh, in this world and <laughs> just in my own head, uh, it's been a, a, a serious uh you think newscasts and everything are very strange and upsetting and odd and weird. You should try living inside my brain. Um, <laughs> anyways, I welcome each and every one of you, my lovely patrons. First off, I want to welcome you. One day we're going to have to open this up to the public and maybe we will. But for now, this is uh, to you, my patrons. Um so what has been going on? Well, I've been trying to keep myself busy in, amidst all of the, uh, and I'm, 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 by the way, if you hear all sorts of bird noises and car noises and airplanes flying above me, I decided to do this podcast uh, outside, just uh, here sitting in my car, drinking my coffee, having a smoke, and just uh, doing my thing. So um, I'm trying to get a little fresh air and um, amidst all the chaos and the panic and the worry and everything else. Um, but so every day, every single day, I am trying to, you know, work, be creative, do music, try to figure out, okay, what do I want to do here? What do I want to do there? Um, I'm driving myself absolutely batty and mad with, um, um, with, uh, you know, the, the mix on Camelot, um, strictly for you gearheads out there and you tech heads, uh, you know, a new, uh, digital audio workstation just came out, um, called Luna and for universal audio users, it's absolutely free. And I'd been waiting for this thing to come out. I'm a pro tools guy and, um, but I've been waiting for this dawn. So it, it finally was released. Uh, um, uh, I think it was the night before Passover and, uh, for the full moon, which yeah, how, how, uh, fitting Luna, you know, anyways. Um, so, you know, I, I, I have been exploring that or I, I tried to at the very least for a little while and, uh, thought, okay, well maybe I should remix the album completely just in this new format. And, and then uh, going back and forth in my head and, and I'm like, oh God, do I really want to go through all that again? And then, you know, just going through all the mixes and trying to figure out what's the best route, you know, do I want it to sound this way? Do I want it to sound that way? And I'm struggling with guitar tones and, and, uh, okay, the snare has a little too much reverb there and, you know, Manny's bass is thick and full on this song and it sounds all thin and weird on that song. And so I'm trying to fatten things up and, and uh, then I then I realized I'm spending you know anywhere between fifteen to twenty five hours per mix and and I realized you know th this is yeah this is wrong so I decided to strip everything down bare bones and then just try to give myself only two hours per song and while I thought that approach was working um, I found that there were some things lacking here and there so again me being a perfectionist. Um, I am definitely not, um, what is that called? Uh, when, when you, uh, you put things off, uh, 
Ah, whatever. Can't find the word right now, but you know what I mean. I'm I'm definitely not just putting it off. I'm I'm just working to make sure that it is the absolute best because, um, you know, this was intended. For those of you that don't know the Camelot story, uh, Camelot and Smithereens was intended to be the last Deliverance record ever, and uh, it it's Camelot is very much my story, uh, just placed into the avenue and arena of different characters. Um, but it was my story at that time, uh, in 1995 of my, uh, 10 years with deliverance. And, um, I just saw it coming to a close. I knew that the, uh, era in which I had been a part of, uh, was over, but a new beginning was coming and it wouldn't happen for you know, years later, but, um, it just was ruined. It was wrecked. I go back and I listen to the album itself, which I hadn't in a long time. And it's just sad, disappointing and terrible sounding. And, you know, I hear so many people say, Oh my God, it's wonderful. It's this, it's that. And it's just like, yeah, you have no idea. And what it is is because inside my head, I heard something completely different. And so when it didn't turn out such, um, you know, it, it just kind of messed things up. So anywho, uh, it's just writing a wrong for me in a lot of ways. And, um, I didn't have a lot of contributors to it. And what's hilarious and what's cool is that two years later, I've just got so many people wanting to be a part of this now for whatever reason, they missed the, uh, campaign that was put out, you know, over two years ago and, uh, you know, we ran two separate campaigns and they both came in severely short. Um, one, you know, 68% short and the other one, like, I mean, like over 80% short of its goal. So, you know, all that said, um, I've had an amazing amount of support on the back end, uh, to make it happen. Uh, just through different patrons, uh, other anonymous contributors, and uh, just people really, really wanting to help make it happen, which is fantastic. So, A, I don't want to disappoint. B, I really don't want uh, the story being told uh, outside of my way. I want it handled exactly every avenue of it. And it's been taking a long time. So, uh, now I'm not going to go into the specifics as to why it's taken a long time. Um, but, uh, there's a lot there and there's a few people out there that know why it's taken so long, but, um, it was, uh, more than simply a lack of money, but, uh, there was, there, there was just a lot of stuff going on, but either way, um, so lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my. Yeah. Let's talk about what's going on. <sighs> Man, I, I went to the store yesterday, first time in 11, 12 days, um, that I'd gone out, um, you know, to do a major, major, uh, foraging. Uh, I, I'd gone out 
uh, to a local store here, a local uh, little health store that uh, just picked up some oat milk and some eggs and, you know, little things, you know, but now we were running low on the big stuff. And that's when I had the Costco when we need the big stuff. And so went there and it was just such a dark and dismal and very depressing atmosphere. Um, they have plenty of food. Uh, they had TP, they have, um, paper towels and, you know, the only thing that they're missing right now is, uh, cleaning, cleaning agents. You know, you can't get Comet, you can't get Clorox bleach, you can't get Clorox wipes, uh, you can't get Lysol, you know, any of these essential cleaning aids, you know, you, you just can't get. And, uh, you know, I asked a worker, you know, Hey, when, when are those expected? And it's like, we have no idea. So it's like, Oh, so it's not that you guys are just keep getting sold out early on. You guys just haven't gotten any. That's what the worker flat out told me. Yeah. We just haven't gotten any. So, uh, so they're not getting any. And then number two, uh, um, I mean, they can't, they can't even get mayo in, you know, some just straight up mayonnaise. And, 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 uh, I asked about that. I said, you know, last time I was here, I mean, what, what's the big idea? Why is everybody out of mayo? Well, we have the avocado mayo, but I go, yeah, but what about just the good old, you know, best foods, mayo, you know, and, and, oh no, yeah, it's, it's a manufacturing issue. You know, they're, they're, it's a, I don't know if it's a contract or whatever, but they're just not shipping to us. I'm like, oh, okay. And that's it. And, you know, workers being vague and staying there six feet away from you and, you know, the whole shebang and, and, you know, all the customers are constantly being yelled at by all the, uh, um, by uh, the employees, you know, and I mean, not crudely and rudely, but just being told, you know, six feet distance, please, six feet distance, please, six feet distance, please. And it's just so eerie and creepy and not human. And that's, that's the biggest thing. I think that through this whole thing is not feeling human. It's like we're being robbed of the, of the very human experience. And, um, that just blows me away, blows me away. I don't understand quite where all that is coming from and why it's happening, but they don't want us to be human. And, and, and that was even more, uh, emphasized when I, I read, um, you know, I, I read a article with that Dr. Fucci or Fauci or Fushi or whatever you want to call him. Um, you know, uh, you know how he's like, you know, we, we should completely and totally discourage handshakes uh, and, and, uh, and then he later said in another article, you know, any type of affection, any type of greeting, any type of, you know, of these normal human customs, uh, yet we need to just completely rid ourselves of, um, and it's like, are you kidding me? You know, um, now there's a part of me that's just like, I, you know, I'm very much, uh, uh, I wouldn't like to, I wouldn't like to turn myself antisocial, but I definitely, certainly I'm a person that likes to keep to myself, but when I'm out and I do like to greet people, I do like to talk to people. 
And, and uh, now a lot of you may know or may not know, I am a bit of a germaphobe. Always, you know, before all this stuff happened, I always carry hand sanitizer. I always uh, carry a bottle of, uh, you know, 90% alcohol on me. Uh, just, uh, just a small little, little bottle. And, and, you know, I'm always, always trying to keep myself germ free. Well, I'm just kind of, I've been that way since I was younger. And part of it is because of allergies. And I used to get sick a lot when I was young. And, and uh, so I just, I just tend to be very, very uh, germaphobe. And, but it never stopped me from wanting to connect. And, you know, the, you know, Dr. Fushi definitely says, you know, Hey, we were, uh, uh, you know, you know, we have to put an end to this. And I'm like, you know, so you basically want people to stay six to 10 feet away from one another, uh, be afraid to talk to each other, be afraid to breathe on one another. And now you put an end to, uh, common human customs such as handshakes, pat on the back, um, anything like that. You want us to be robotic in nature and just kind of look at people and, uh, and, and maybe even bow. I don't know. And I don't want to, you know, despair, be disparaging towards any other, uh, cultural, um, um, uh, you know, customs, you know, uh, that other cultures may have, but, you know, I know, that it's certainly not just, I would say, a custom for us to just stay away from each other. We have the natural need to clan together. We have a natural need for us to, um, you know, you know, gather whether in pairs or in, in groups, you know, for protection. That's that's the natural instinct. It's the natural order. It's who we are. Um and hence, we wouldn't even have population. We wouldn't have people if we didn't connect, if we didn't touch. So, you know, you know, am I saying let's slobber all over each other and just constantly, you know, you know, let's let's get in a in a big sweaty mess and rub all over one another? Of course not. What I am saying is that, that to put an end to human customs, contact. Uh, to walk around wearing a mask at all times, you know, you know, it's kind of like that whole picture is being painted, you know, because it's either got to be this, which is going to be nearly impossible for them to uh, accomplish, um, or <laughs> uh, take this vaccine. Yeah. It's very, very strange. And, you know, we, when you, you know, the biggest thing with anything, and, and most of you guys know, I love a good conspiracy theory. Um, I don't know how many of you out there follow QAnon and, and, and all that, and, you know, all the different things that are going on out there. There are so many stories and so many theories and so many ideas. And, you know, it makes your head spin. And it, if, at least it does me. And, like I said, I usually love it. I'm one of these guys that, you know, I literally, uh, you know, went and went to the library and back in those days, going, went to the library pre-internet and, you know, one and, and begged and asked them to get the 22 volumes of the, 
of the of the Warren Commission because I wanted to read up on the the JFK assassination myself, you know, and and study it all because, um, you know, I'll never forget when I was younger, I was asked to do a report, you know, in school, and my father excused me from reporting against it because he, you know, he he, he thought JFK was a commie, and um. You know, so he didn't want me to write about some comedy, and 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 from that point on, it obviously drew drew my interest. You know, and, you know, and why was the man killed, and why why happened what happened, and and you know, when you start looking into the magic bullet theory and all these different things, and it's just like, oh my gosh, there's so much here, and and you know, when you have this big big. Uh, coffee house full of smoke and mirrors and all these other things, you know, you just realize that so much can be hidden from you, so much can be taken from you, and so much can be shadowed. And so it's important for us to keep our eyes open and our ears open and really watch and listen because something is going on um, and it's more than the diversion that's been created right now. Um, And I don't want to get too into, because I, I don't know which way to lean other than to say that there is an awakening happening. Uh, Of course I get, you know, tons and tons of emails, you know, that, that, I'll be very honest with you. I don't even, half of them, I don't even answer, if not three quarters of them or even more, maybe 80% of them I don't answer. And, uh, you know, what do you, what are your thoughts? What is your opinion? Are, is this the last days? Well, you know, it's difficult. It's difficult to approach anything in that regard because you have to remember when John, the beloved, was was, you know, writing the book of revelations, uh, on the island of Patmos, uh, he himself thought that he was living in the last days. Paul thought he was living in the last days, you know? Um, so 2000 years of believers believing that they're in the last days. Ah, just took a sip of my wonderful coffee. Sorry about that. Um, but Yeah, um, so do I believe that this is the last days? You know, I don't know. Perhaps. Scripture says that a day is a a, a thousand years. So, you know, maybe, you know, maybe a, a thousand years for us is a day to God, according to scriptures. And if such is the case, well, maybe he's deciding to wait three days, which means we have another thousand days, a thousand years to go. I don't know. (laughs) But all we can do is look, you know, it's kind of like Jesus said, you know, I mean, you know, you know, when the wind blows, you say it's going to be hot. And guess what it is when you say this, when you, you know, you could, how is it you could read all the signs of the air, but how, uh, uh, you know, but you can't read the signs of the times. And, um, there's a lot of truth there. And, but if you wait for everything that happens in the United States or even the world to to kind of point the way, again, 
keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, and start looking at the signs of what's going on and what's to come. And with that said, there is definitely clouds of misconception. Um, but there's also a lot of deception happening and a lot of diversion, you know, a good magician always, always diverts your attention. And that's what's happening here. They don't want us to see how the trick is being performed. And when you have that happening, then you have the perfect conspiracy because the perfect conspiracy means that you'll never have an answer Um, because it's so crowded with many different theories that you don't know which one to believe because everyone's going to see it differently. And, you know, what's the first rule of assassination? Kill the assassin. Why? So that way no one knows who actually killed who. So, uh, because all, you know, any path leading to you, the originator of it, you know, has to do that. So, again, keep your eyes open. Keep your ears open. Just watch. Listen. Um, Because there is something happening. We just don't know quite what it is. And... I think we have suspicions and I do believe that a great awakening is at us. I don't agree with all of the theories that are out there. Um, There's some great ones that fall into place really well, but I certainly, I I lay in bed last night, you know, talking with my wife about all of this and uh, you know, because you know, Poor her and poor my son, poor poor Helen and Shiloh. I feel so bad for them. And one of the reasons I feel so bad for them at this moment in time is because, because of the fact that uh, they're not used to being cooped up. Me, I'm a shut-in. So, you know, this staying home bit is like, meh. You know, it's like not that big of a deal to me. Until I'm told you cannot leave, then it becomes a problem to me. And, you know, when I'm told you, you have to wear a mask, when you have to wear gloves, you have to do this, then it becomes a problem to me. Uh, and even though I'm a massive germaphobe, even though I'm massive, I'm, you know, there's a lot of these things that naturally I would normally agree to. But when you're being forced, that's a whole other story. And again, keep your eyes open. Uh, keep your ears open. Listen. Watch, be mindful, be watchful. Always listen, always see, always hear. Um, because something is happening. We just, like I said, we're we're seeing it from one side of the stage, and there's a lot happening behind. It's it's like watching a play. Nobody really sees all the crap that's going on in the back with the costume changes and the actors and the, the, the all the prep people and the the pulleys and the and 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 the stage hands and everything that's happening underneath the stage and uh, over the top of the stage and you know nobody sees all oh, they only see one part that's it and there's a lot more going on
behind that play than what meets the eye. I think that's the best way to put it. So it's when you can dive back and go backstage, go under the stage and see what's actually happening. Then it blows you away. Then, you know, then it makes you think. Then it makes you see. And very well could be that all that we're seeing right now is just illusion. It's a diversion, that's for sure. If anything, I think we can all be very, very clear of. It's a diversion. And the powers that be, yeah, they are what they are. And, you know, but when will the world get tired of it? When will we put an end to tyranny? When will we want an end to tyranny? Um, when will we want to enter into a true theocracy? You know, um, I guess only time will tell. So, uh, most of you know, I don't like to divulge my personal political views about things. And, um, I certainly have an opinion. (laughs) Um, and one opinion that I have is that all politics are evil. Um, I, I, I don't think that there's, you know, one party that's all right. And I don't think that there's one party that's all wrong. I, but I definitely believe that there are ideologies that are all wrong and ideologies that are right. So it's again, keeping your eyes open, keeping your ears open, watch, learn, listen, and more importantly, pray, meditate, and because there are some things that we just definitely need divine intervention, you know, and that's what we have to do, you know. Now, as far as everything that's happening in this world right now, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I wish I had an idea, and I do, of course have my own suspicions, but I, I I don't feel completely comfortable saying them because I like to know what I'm saying. I, you know, those of you that, that know me, you know, I, I was very much into apologetics, defense of the scriptures, defense of the gospels. And, and, you know, you have to be able to back up what you're saying. And if you can't, then you shouldn't be just spouting off whatever comes to your head because then either come off loony crazy or just very uneducated looking and um of course you could be one of the guys that just stands back stays quiet and when when the truth comes out you can say oh see i always knew it was that i just didn't want to say anything (laughs) well i definitely don't want to be that either but and that's why there are those that i trust with uh with my own personal bents and personal ideologies, but, and then you have to use your, your instinctual, uh, feelings and, you know, like this Dr. Fushi, you know, I, I just, you know, I, I just have no trust for the guy. I mean, the minute I saw the dude, you know, just something wrong there and there's something not being told. Um, 
In other words, there's just more happening behind the stage, under the stage, on top of the stage that we're just not privy to seeing. And um, the putting an end to, you know, human custom, you know, uh, social interaction. I mean, right now we're just becoming a bunch of robots running around, you know, nobody wanting to talk to each other. So I, I live in this apartment building out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And, you know, I love that in my little quadrant, I know all my neighbors and we all see each other every single day and we talk to each other and we make sure that we're all in, you know, sane and we're still doing well. And I love that because it's important. It's important. And because if we don't maintain contact like that, we can drive ourselves crazy. And I think, uh, Want to even put an end to that and have everybody running around with masks and gloves. You know, one doctor I watched online, and it's the one that makes the most sense, is, 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 uh, I won't say his name, but, you know, he has, he has a show on YouTube and, 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 he, and, uh, the one thing I like that he says, you know, is that, you know, of course it's a virus, of course it's real, you know, but, there are thousands and trillions, actually trillions of viruses and trillions of bacteria and trillions of fungi and all these different things. That's what make up our cellular structure. Our, our very biological structure is made up of all these things. And the body is this wonderful machine that is constantly fighting off and doing. And what happened is, is that we, all the food that we eat and the lack of vitamins and the lack of nutrition has caused weak immune systems. So we fall susceptible to these things. <sighs> and, you know, but he said, you know, as far as a killer virus, you know, we don't know that that is the case. Bioengineered or not, he says, really at this point isn't the case. Uh, the reality is, is that, you know, what are we doing? What are we doing? And to maintain our own immune health and, and to stay healthy. So I guess I can completely agree with that and say vitamin A, vitamin B, vitamin C, Vitamin D, <laughs> there you go. Simplicity, A, B, C, D, especially A, C, and D. Uh, yeah, stick with that, strengthen your immune system, and uh, we can get through all this. Yeah, it's, uh, I think I'll leave it at that. So, because we get into too many uh, smoke and mirrors games. It can really turn into some fun. And maybe we'll save that for another episode because there is a lot of stuff being divulged daily. And uh, like I said, for those of you that are, multi, you know, uh, fellow conspiracy buffs and you guys follow the QAnon or any of these other things that, you know, are out there, certainly keep your eyes open, keep your ears open, watch, listen, and learn. And uh, let's get through this together. But putting an end to human experience and putting an end to, you know, the way we interact, that is definitely not the key. 
very scary. Very scary indeed. Alrighty. Well, uh, that's it for episode two. I'm going to try to keep these at 30 minutes or less. Um, but uh, look for episode three coming soon. And we will talk at you soon. I'm Jimmy Brown. This is The Fractured Brain.